った過去を探し続けて Hello. Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm here with. You know, it would be perfectly usable if you said Jackie, if you said your real name. No, why would I do that? I'm doing your intro. <sighs> My intro would be like, hey, everybody, we're doing JoJo's Bizarre Podcast now, and I'm Jackie. You know, like I would just. Say some, I don't know. I wouldn't. That's be, what I do, pretty much. You, but you do a script. You have a script. It, you say the same thing every time, right? Because if I don't, then I don't know what to do. <laughs> It's just consistency for consistency's sake. Anyway,、okay. this is JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Indeed, my name is Mark, and that other voice you heard before is Jackie. Still me. Hi. Still Jackie. That person yelling hi in the background is Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. <laughs> you sound disappointed, almost, to have to speak at a regular volume. Hi, and、uh, this is the podcast that covers JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that has been going on since 2012.、Um, It's never coming back, and is now once again in a huge. It's in a huge hiatus that we at least know the end in sight for.、Uh, that is to say, we are in the middle of this weird break during a Stone Ocean. The fifth season, sixth part of the JoJo anime,、back? fall twenty twenty two. Do we know what month? That could be. That could be December. December is not fall. That's, that's come、winter. on, that's winter. That's December start of winter. Is fall no December. What like the beginning? Maybe winter solstice is December twenty one. Wow. All right, fine. <laughs> anyway, but wait, so, do we know what month? No, we don't. I think they just said fall twenty twenty two. Okay. And I think they're going to do another、um, dump of Netflix episodes.、Okay. Here's my fear because I love looking ahead and being scared at things that aren't even like foreshadowed yet. Is、uh, what if they just do like another twelve episodes and there's another huge gap? What if they don't just like finish? Oh my god! The rest of the thirty-nine.、We'll、what、die. if this is just how TV is now? <laughs> to wait a whole year before we get JoJo's. At least if we have a steady stream of it, though, that's probably good. I don't. I wouldn't call this steady. Well, I don't like this. A yearly drop, I think, is fine because we can still call ourselves a JoJo's podcast if we're doing JoJo's content. No, I would hate that, especially if it was like. Imagine if they did like the manga one episode a month, you'd be like, you'd hate it. You know, that would be the only way to really、a、have、month. a steady yearly、yeah. drop of twelve episodes. If they did a yearly drop of twenty-four episodes, what's taking them so long? Fine, I don't know. I don't know. How hard could it be? Yeah, <laughs> you just draw it. Somebody else wrote it already. You don't even have to make the just、voices. get someone, just put a camera on someone reading the manga out loud. Well, we could do that. That's anime. If there's market for it, we'll do it. Yeah, you don't even have to do what what this show did, where they drew every single fucking thing. You know, they you, they got digital shit now. You just make a computer do can't it. Can't they? Can't they make it a podcast? Like we put out a podcast every week. We don't have to take. You know, six months breaks. Yeah, there are times when I'm sure people have thought they should take a break, but we don't. <laughs>、uh, also does have、uh, CD dramas. I forget what they call them. Audio dramas. Japanese do that sometimes for anime and other properties. So they kind of do have podcasts of JoJo's. They're just old now. But anyway, while we are waiting, while we are refusing to grapple with the fact that.、Uh, Heaven is empty and God has died. We are going to be talking about other anime. 
in particular animes that are sponsored by our listeners. And if we run did, out of paid episodes, then people can just recommend stuff to us. What, what's up, Miles? Did we get three pledges for episodes last week? Uh, I think so. We got we got a bunch oh, of gosh. a bunch of uh, people b- bumping up their their Patreon tiers before this ridiculous uh, pause was announced. Um, nice. So thanks to those people. Thank you very much. And that is why, as I'm sure you may be wondering, that is why we are going to be talking about Armored Trooper Votoms or Votoms this week because uh, someone paid us to. Vodum and Gamora. Yeah. A power Vodum. Isn't there something called Gamora or is it Gilgamesh or something? They do mention Gamora in this, but yes. Okay. Balamesh, some shit is mentioned in this. Mm. Miles, that power Vodum's joke is (laughs) more appropriate than you think. Oh, yeah? And I will tell you about it a little bit later. Yes. Cool. Before we (laughs) talk about bottoming. I'm just curious now. And Votomzening. Let's uh let's let's take a stop in our our uh mailbag maneuverables. What? In our Gilgamesh Gmail. Yeah. Gamora thank you. Gmail. In our biblical reference mailbag. This is where we read emails that people send to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. This email is from Martin, or Sunset. The subject line is the pedophile and the yandere. Dear JJB pod team, I got a little confused when I saw what you were going to watch for your next episode on Twitter. Uh, This is in reference to last week's episode where we watched uh, the two Alessi episodes from JoJo's Stardust Crusaders Mm. and the first Yukako episode uh, from Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, so Martin says, I got a little confused when I saw what you were going to watch for the next episode on Twitter. Are those just three random episodes or is there a deeper meaning behind your choice? I tried to watch World's End Harem, but it's damn awful with its badly <laughs> made censorship. If you skip through some of the scenes, you can even sm- spot a small piece of panties or bras, which means they aren't even fully naked and the studio just created a horny illusion. Hmm. You asked this on my last mail. And yes, horny means guile in German, but nice. it also means nice, which is the more common use. Since you did a rewatch episode this week, last week, I got a kind of fitting question. Which episode would you show someone who's never watched JoJo but is familiar with anime in general if you wanted to get them interested? I showed a friend the Pearl Jam episode from part four. That's trendy Tony's, Tonio Trusardi's. Okay. Uh, And now she's already watched everything from part one up to Kira turning into Kosaku. So about half of part four. Nice. If you don't have anything to watch for next week, I can suggest either My Dress Up Darling or, if you've seen the first season already, Demon Slayer Mugen Train, the movie. Hope you and all your listeners have an awesome week and don't get kidnapped by a beautiful yande or a pedophile who turns you into a child. Winking face. You're Martin, a.k.a. Sunset. Mm, there are a lot of questions in Danke. there. I think, I think we, we did uh, clear... Mar- um, not Martin, sorry, Martin. We did, we did clear Alessi of being a pedophile last week. Yeah. I think we decided it's fun to joke about. It's fun to accuse someone of pedophilia. (laughs) Horrible. But when you look at the facts, you have to be honest. Yeah, he didn't look, he wasn't, he was just a jerk. He's a disgusting freak. He just likes to beat children. He doesn't want to fuck them. Which is what some of the best parents like to do. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Mm. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) I don't know any parents. (laughs) 
You've never uh, had parents. I've never had parents. I've heard about them. <laughs> anyway. What other questions were there? Let's see. Uh, well, uh, we may have mentioned it by now, but yeah, we watched the three random JoJo episodes because uh, a Patreon supporter uh, asked us to. Um, they forced us to. They forced money. us to. That's right. That was the right way to put it. They forced us to do this thing. Uh, they wanted to hear us rewatch the Alessi episodes, perhaps uh, to clear Alessi's name. <laughs> and then they let Jackie pick the third one. And I picked There's a huge Alessi fan base out there, and they've been clamoring for us to. <laughs> I, to clear I his name, still, basically. I, I, I still don't know why they put Alessi in the fighting game. Why did Capcom do that? He's one episode. Well, he's, a, he's a freak. It's a fun mechanic for to have in the game because then you get to turn everybody into children. And that fight is true. Them. It's fun. And they become useless. It is funny, though, that in the fighting game, when he hits Joseph from part three, he turns into Joseph from part two. And that makes me wonder if that's how Alessi would be. Like, if he just fought against old Joseph. And, you know, if we can assume that Polnareff got like 12 years younger or whatever, mm. would Joseph just be like, I'm literally stronger now? Yeah. Like, I am yeah, more of a boss. Uh, you fucked up. <laughs> right? If it's it not like, like makes you Benjamin Button, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not like... I don't know. It's not like ratioed so that he would age more rapidly to catch. I don't know. Whatever. Because maybe his stand only turns you into children, not just younger. But that's silly. Too arbitrary. Mm. Moving on. Um, good to know about the horny word in German. It means nice. How nice. How guile. How guile of it. And no, World's End Harem does have real nudity in it. I found uncensored episodes, but I know what scene you're talking about, and it's weird that there are some girls completely naked and some that are wearing underwear. I don't know why they did that. Maybe they just got tired of drawing boobs. <laughs> and we're like, well, I want to draw something frilly. So they just drew a bra. Uh, <laughs> the other question here, what episode would you show someone who never watched JoJo but is familiar with anime in general? Uh, I think if unless they really care about action, I actually do think that yeah, um, let's go eat Italian food. The Tonio Trusardi episode yeah. is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. I think it is a good intro to the show. It's it's ridiculous, but it's fun. It's full of facts, and uh, you can show them a Rohan OVA. Yeah, that's good. That's got like a lot of a lot of the elements of JoJo packed into one place. I like the one where there's like a priest. Oh yeah. The, confe- the confession one. Scenes from a confessional, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, those are like, they don't have the, M- yeah, the, the main same cast. urgency, the same yeah. like bigger storyline, I guess, of JoJo's, but the like weird storytelling, the weird like, let's unravel this mystery kind of thing that Araki does is very present. I think it depends also on who they are because they might be more interested in different things yeah it does depend but i think that if you're trying to show someone the essence of jojo and saying you know what if you don't like this then forget it you're Mm -hmm. not gonna like jojo then i think that the italian food or a rohan is the way to go because even though maybe i would tailor it to something more actiony if they like action like maybe i'd show them the final jotaro fight the ghost story with the girl with the dog yeah if they like ghost stories i don't remember which episode that is but I, i know everyone in it yeah or i don't know if they like dumb fart jokes or whatever you can show them one of the f- f- stupid farty <laughs> joke 
episodes, something with Iggy farting yeah, on if people. You, if you're trying to recommend a child watches JoJo, <laughs> you could show them several episodes from part three. Just a, just a fucking montage of like Iggy farting or Polnareff pooping or whatever. Polnareff does not poop. <laughs> whatever he JoJo. doesn't. Somebody like eat poop at some point. They try to force him to lick poop in a toilet. Yeah, just montage all that shit. Yeah. Or when they doesn't somebody like like piss in someone's coffee. Yep. <laughs> Tea, I think, in part five, yeah. Most memorable moments. They sure do. I think the Iggy pet shop fight is good, you know, if you like animals, if you're a yeah. fan of animals. If you're pet, a furry. Pet shop is scary and he murders some dogs. Yeah, I guess if you're not a fan of animals, it's good too. <laughs> a bunch of animals die in that episode or those yeah. episodes. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Wait, are those all the questions? I think so. Oh, they suggest My Dress Up Darling or Demon Slayer Mugen. I want to watch the rest of Demon Slayer, but we haven't gotten the chance to do that. All right. And Can I do like a air guitar jump off the couch stunt every time we listen to the opening? Yes, if you'll watch it with me. I don't know about that. I just want to jump off the couch. Miles, what were you going to say? Is Demon Slayer the one with the kid with the weird like scar on his head? Yes. Okay. I try to watch it. I couldn't get through episode one. Damn. I don't like the art style of it, but it's an interesting story, and I like the opening, and, you know, I don't know what happened with a certain character in Berserk, so I think the plot of, oh, my sister's turned into something inhuman, and we have to find something that will cure her, like, that kind of makes me a little bit apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Because of because of Berserk and because of the third season of Twin Peaks and a few other things where I'm like, are you ever going to fucking go back to normal? Um, mm. I've never heard of My Dress Up Darling, but by the title, I would watch I it. I told you about it. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, you did tell me about it. It's like some kid wants to be this great Japanese doll maker, but this is just like the description on VRV or Crunchyroll, but he isn't aware of the latest trends, which I don't know why you need to know the latest trends if you're making old dolls. So he teams up with some girl who has a secret fetish or a secret desire. And I get the vibe. People who have seen My Dress Up Darling will probably laugh at this if I'm wrong. It feels like maybe she wants to see men dress in girls' clothes or see boys in girls' clothes. And he is the dress-up darling. That is my guess. Okay. I've never read an actual synopsis of the show. Should I check right now? I kind of want to check. Like a uh, serious drama? My dress up darling? There's no way it's a serious drama. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. It sounds like a comedy. <laughs> sounds oh. like a wacky I don't know, romantic comedy situational thing. I don't know. Anyway, I would watch that. Oh no, it's just that she wants to cosplay. She she just wants to cosplay? Like she doesn't even want him to cosplay, or does she? I mean, that might be a subplot in there. That just might like, be something. Oh, that you need to be the guy to my couple's costume over here okay yeah. cool well i would watch that if so, we run out of stuff to i watch. would definitely be interested to see also just like an anime about cosplay seems like fun that's true i like stuff like that like genshiken which is about otaku mm-hmm. um oh we should watch akagi not akagi akagi yeah. with, the, with the mahjong yeah akagi we should watch that it's good i know then we can just talk about mahjong and Miles will just fall asleep. We can just explain it to Miles. 
Listeners, write in and tell me if at any point in my dress up, darling, uh, the girl makes the boy dress up like a girl. Mark really wants it to happen. Not because I want to see, but because I want to be right. Okay. Even though I'm already wrong. You know. Should I read the next email? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This next email is from Christian. (laughs) Uh, Subject line, Chiriko Kuvi is really cool. Salutations, JJB gang. Ever since I made you guys watch the original Mobile Suit Gundam series back in 2021, I have since fallen down a a rabbit hole of a bunch of early Gundam series and have come out the other side with a whole bunch of shows now under my belt and more that I now know about, including what you guys are now watching this week. When I first started watching this, what first struck me was that this takes place during or right after the end of a big 100-year war where everyone forgot why they were fighting in the first place. What the, Which does feel like they're kind of riffing on Gundam because the first Gundam has the one-year war and everyone forgot everyone forgetting why they were fighting basically rules out any potential politics, at least the way Gundam does it. Also, just really like the protagonist, Chiriko Kuvi. I think it's Kiriko. Oh, Kiriko. Kiriko Kuvi. Um, he's not a brash or sad or both child soldier. He's an 18-year-old soldier who's just a bit more reserved. The actual mechs in this series are also pretty cool and a bit more, but not totally because bipedal humanoid tanks would actually be very inefficient. Convincing. Okay, that was in parentheses. <laughs> uh, cool and a bit more convincing because they're supposed to be cheaply made things that are prone to exploding and you're very likely to die if you pilot one in a battlefield. The music in the show is also pretty solid. Shout outs to the opening for being an absolute banger. This, The ending is also very sweet and mellow. That's all for now. Take care, everyone. Or take care, everyone. Cool. Thanks, Thanks Christian. Now we know what Christian thinks about this show. Yes. This is like a review. <laughs> yeah. Christian, it's, you um, should start a Gundam podcast. Ooh. A gun cast. Wait. No, that leaves out a lot of important information. A pod dumb. A podum. <laughs> a goddamn podam. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about about it yet because we still have another email and some other stuff to get out of the way. But uh yeah, I do so want to talk up, about then. politics and oh I'm sorry. Okay. Uh Miles, can you read this last one? Yeah, this email's from Chad. Subject line is... I think it's pronounced CAD, actually. (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, The subject line is a decidedly post-Tomino mecha anime. Aloha, JJB pod... JJB pod pod ohana. I don't Mm. know if that's a typo or a... Pod pod. I like it. I'm certain Mark planned to or has already addressed that it looks like the bosses around Patreon tier will be sticking around for at least another half a year. Woo! (laughs) I personally vow to make use of it at least a few times myself to get you all to check out some of my favorites, and I hope others do as well. Yeah, we are delay. We we're responsible for the delay of JoJo so that we can uh, shut up. Force more people to use our (laughs) Patreon. Uh, Here are some JoJo voice connections I found for the Armored Trooper Votoms TV anime. Melkian intelligence officer Jean Paul Rochina shares his voice actor with the TV version of Part Three Enemy Stand user Daniel Darby. Eccentric. Black marketeer Vanilla Vartla, uh, the guy with the Afro hairstyle, shares his voice actor with Part 4 enemy stained user Yoshihiro Kira, a.k.a. Ghost Dad. 
Nefarious biker boss Lark Ragus Boone shares his voice actor with part three enemy stand user Captain Tenille. Uh Well, I hope everyone isn't too bummed about the Stone Ocean announcement and is doing well otherwise. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. I already mentioned this in the Discord, but I decided to get a high dove sub as another source of anime since Funimation has folded into Crunchyroll and a sub there has become redundant. Along with old school stuff like Votoms, there's some newer stuff too. What did you hosts think of high dive selections? I didn't look around too much. Did you guys? I didn't look around either, but I fucking hate that you can't restart an episode that's already been played. You can't do it. You have to rewind and the rewind is like an old school vhs where you actually have to like sit and rewind like it's you can't just like scrub and you can only get it fucking, to be 32x you can't yeah. get it to go faster than yeah that. so it took like five minutes for me to be able to like to be me to be able to rewind all the way to the beginning they should at least put in the noise <laughs> of a vhs rewinding if they're gonna make you do that they should put some Ooh, some video noise on top do you guys yeah. remember sitting there and rewinding vhs yes Oh, yeah. God, what a Good waste times. of life. <laughs> Dude, did you guys ever have the frame-by-frame frame thing on your VHS player? I don't think so. Frame-by-frame? Frame. You could pause and hit like a frame-by-frame frame button. Oh, that and sounds fancy. And I don't know if fancy. it actually did frame-by-frame. Frame. That's I mean, fancy. It wasn't that fancy. Uh, I think it's fancy. My parents did not spend that much money on appliances, but we also didn't mm. buy like the $5 shit. Okay. Um, we did that and had so much fun with action movies, special effects that turned out to suck but it was before anybody could just frame by frame stuff mm-hmm. so it at least like let us slow it down that was fun probably bad for the tape though mm-hmm. anyway um yeah high dive uh had like one of the dumbest one of the worst experiences for entering my user info in the beginning oh my god that was so bad i can't i can't shit on them that much because crunchyroll and vrv have had tons and tons of years to get this right and they also fuck things up when it's like randomly we signed you out no we don't remember who you are no we don't have a website you can go to that lets you just punch in a code and logs you in and we definitely don't have that but high dives keyboard is just a horizontal string of all the letters like you can't it's <laughs> you it's not like yeah nope, not kidding you have you. to you have to cycle through a to z to get to wherever you need to go instead of like you know usually you'll see like a keyboard and you can go like up down up left and right down. whatever you want and it's like in keyboard format so like the the more popular letters are kind of bunched together versus this where it's like just a to the a to z in order <laughs> yeah and the thing that really bugged me out was that after i put in the email address this is so interesting for people who love anime <laughs> but you know if you're thinking about getting high dive we'll give you this is our honest thought uh is just that i couldn't fucking figure out how to say okay i put in my email take me to the password field you son of a bitch mm-hmm. um and i for like five minutes i was trying you, every button on the remote but was terrified of hitting home yeah, or something and, and having to retype that long thing we're pretty tech savvy we're not like idiots who don't know how to use a remote we are idiots but we're also <laughs> tech savvy like, uh, it we turned can out, troubleshoot we can figure shit out it turned out i had to hit the back button to like back out of the email field and then i could go down into the password field but that's a scary move hitting the back button because you like that could have you like that has to be the last thing you try because yes. that could have taken you out of the whole thing and then you have to retype the whole password with this shitty like aided alphabetical keyboard all over again yeah, they might as well have just had me Morse coded in or something. Uh, and I will say that upon relogging in on a different TV, it did let me just go to a website and log in. It oh. let me do the thing where it gave me a code. Hmm. Um, but I did see they have high Q on there, 
So that's pretty cool. There was something that they said was a high dive exclusive that I had never heard of, but it was cool that they have exclusives. For those who don't know, High Dive was part of VRV, which is something you would get for free with a Crunchyroll subscription. So interestingly, High Dive broke off by themselves last fall in 2021. Hmm. Then Funimation got rolled into Crunchyroll. Uh, Some people are pissed now, though, because Crunchyroll is also like getting rid of a few shows that people seem to really like. I can't remember what the, the, the headline one is, but I mean, all streaming services do that. So I don't know. On one hand... I'm happy that there are other options to watch stuff. You know, I don't want everything to just be under one umbrella and then like one group of people decides what stays, what goes and whatever. Uh, but on the other hand, I, you know, don't love paying more. And uh, although I guess technically now, yeah, it evens out. And uh, I would like their app to let me have a restart from the beginning button, please. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Or a button that lets you just go to the episode listing. But again, I don't know how old they are. Uh, we've also got Retro Crush TV. That's another anime series whose app could be better, but they've got old stuff. So, yeah. Retro Crush. That's my special move. It's where I break your back so hard you see the past. Wow. Um, Miles, how was the uh, how was the website experience? Let's do a full high dive review. <laughs> I thought it was fine. It was fine? Yeah. I don't know if I can compare it because I only used it for this one show and I was sleepy, but I oh, did good. not have any major issues. That's Nothing good. like on the TV that you guys had. Jesus. We went through a whole odyssey. The the, the hero's journey and shit. I was like going to look it up on Reddit. Like, does anyone else have this problem? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to take a high dive off the top of our house onto the patio. That's how I felt. I wanted to retro crush uh, my brains. It could have used a skip. You know, it wasn't the best app in the world. Could have used a skip intro button, maybe. But it's fine. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Yeah, I guess it's like I want to say, you know, hooray, everything's under one app. And so I only have to pay one price. But then you look at Netflix and they're like, yeah, we're going to charge you more. And there's nothing you can do about it. Fucker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we just upped the price. What are you going to do? Go to HBO Max? Hulu? And the answer for some is yes, because you've got catfish over there, baby. Yeah. HBO Max is a good show called Our Flag Means Death. I have heard of that. What the fuck is that about? It's about pirates. Riz Darby is a gentleman, a gentleman pirate. Oh, why do you watch that? Uh, I love Riz Darby and it's a Taika Waititi thing. And everything he does seems oh. good. Nice. Yes. Anyway, still before we get into our armored trooper suit, before we get in our votum, uh, we should talk to you about Patreon because you can support the show, which would just make you a good person and get you into God's good book, obviously. But we also have a special tier called Boss Us Around, where for $15 which you can just do once, one month. Just turn it on, turn it off, whatever. You don't have to give us any more money after that. You can leave and say goodbye, and it's fine. Um, but you can tell us what a uh, episode of our podcast will be about. Um, we'll watch three episodes, roughly, unless you make a really good case to watch four. But never no. five. We're not going to do that. Unless they're like that weird wreck no. anime where they were 10 minutes each episode. Okay, sure. That was fine. Anyway. Don't, um, just like... 
Just I don't, be cool. I, don't send us four episodes, man. Unless you really think we're gonna like it. Yeah. I got I got things to do. I'm busy. <laughs> I am less busy, but no, you know what? I'm busier now. Yeah, busy. that's right. Now that I'm working full time, don't ask us to watch four episodes. Don't do it. Okay, you got I, it. You like? Well, I don't know. Maybe. But I don't, I, you can't say, yeah, four episodes, because then everybody's going to write in one four episodes, and then I have no weekend, because all to I'm be, doing, I'm spending the whole weekend watching episodes. To be real, like, most people actually who have asked for four have been like, three, but four would be better if you can. That's like, everyone's yeah. been really nice. Yeah. Um, there's also, you know, uh, supporting us is, is as cheap as $1 a month. Look, you know how much High Dive and, and Crunchyroll and shit cost? It's like five bucks a month. So even your $1 a month will help us out and let us experiment with new apps and new methods of uh, recording the podcast. For instance, if you pay us enough, we'll see if Miles can use telepathy to beam in his end of the recording next week. I don't know. I've been trying. That also gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes Miles' weekly, in quotation marks, uh, cultural reference newsletter. I did uh, it last week. Okay, good. <laughs> and uh, anything else we feel like uploading, like behind-the-scenes stuff or an update about what we watch off the pod. I wrote a big, fat post uh, last week on Patreon talking about where we are in anime that you might be surprised to hear we kept watching uh, and what games I'm playing. And there's some other behind-the-scenes cut audio and other sort of brain dumps that go on on patreon.com slash jjbpod. Uh, were you going to say something, Jackie? I was just like, should I should I post on the Patreon about what I'm watching? And it's just like catfish. Catfish. It's just like uh, this episode where they both were lying to each other and it actually turned out great. Those are the best episodes when they're yeah. both actually not who they say they are, but they forgive each other and they like each other anyway. Yeah. Jackie's watching the 2004 show. Something Cat- like catfish. that. Catfish. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a relic. It's an in- interesting look into how the internet used to work. Yeah. How we used to be able to lie to each other and how we used to talk about gender identity and sexual yeah. orientation. Yeah. Because that comes everything, up a lot. Yeah, everything is just not, it's not what we do today. It's not, but it was on the way. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. It's like, it's weird because it's like, this isn't like, you know when you watch a show and you're like, okay, this is the 90s and like, oh my God, like they don't have a fucking cell phone. You know, like, like oh man, this problem would be solved with a cell phone or whatever or like oh look at this old ass big ass computer no it like looks like looks like now but it like feels like an alternate reality because it's not now anymore it's like 10 years ago or something yeah it feels but yeah it's weird longer than that but yeah yeah longer than that 15 years ago uh pledging three dollars a month will get you access to that same patreon feed but we will also say thank you out loud on the recording like this so thank you to Dalton, Madison, Soliloquy, Ken Barron, uh, Tyler, Lord Zendar, Jumbo, Katie, Bloof, Dylan, Nocturnal, Kenny, Mr. Jackpots, Caden, Nick C, Austin, Tim, Kasoon, Martin, Michael. Christian, and Chad. Yes. Thank you all so much for supporting us. Thank you. And uh, thank you, even if you don't support us because we are not talking about JoJo for the next six months or whatever the hell. 
this bullshit purgatory is going to be. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, how do I... Because they, they did an event. They did a uh, JoJo event or two. And uh, look, we're excited about the fighting game being re-released. I'm excited about it. I can actually sink my teeth into that. And they're going to they're gonna update a bunch of the characters' voice actors to make them match the anime. Because that game came out in 2013. Mm. But makes me wonder, like, well, what about the original Jolene voice actress? Will her audio be an option? Or does mm. she just get, like, kicked out? Like, no royalties for you on this. She I mean, I don't dies. know if they do royalties. So they're re-releasing an older game? They're re-releasing an older game for modern Updates. consoles. Mm. They're adding at least nine characters. They're adding mechanics. And the anime voice actors will play the parts that hadn't been voiced on TV. Was the game good? It is good. It's not, like, the same... It's not the same quality of combat that you'd get out of, like, a Street Fighter or something. But aesthetically like those people absolutely love jojos and mm. um you know it's still like the only way to see a lot of characters voice acted we should hold a fan tournament a fan tournament where where everyone who listens like fights each other in that game yeah we just say we're having a tournament and then we and then i i do the brackets and i commentate <laughs> no i won't commentate i feel like we could do that if it I'll weren't do the brackets, if it weren't live i won't i will play. i will not try to organize something of that size i will not do it um, um, okay, fine. Listen, hundreds not of thousands that, not of people. Not that many people are going to do it. It's not going to be like hundreds of thousands of people will enter, Jackie. It's going to be like 10 people. <laughs> Look, even if that's we're probably. <laughs> yes, that's probably ambitious. Because the people would be like, I would, but I only have a fucking toaster of a video game console. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I think we should do it. I, nice. I'm interested in, in something like that. That'd be fun. Uh, I don't know if it'll have crossplay, though, because it's cool. It's coming out on every console, but. Uh, you know, who knows if they'll talk to each other. We'll see. Um, but we'll probably stream that. We'll have to. We have to. We never stream, but we have to stream that. I like um, it better, though, when we're watching JoJo's. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's fun, better. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As neat as it is to see these other anime, like, it's hit or miss, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, JoJo's is, like, consistently itself. And yeah, I think like, we've I, already decided that we like, like it. I like JoJo's make more of that. Um, but it's just annoying because like there's things in part six that I want to see your reactions to specific things. All of us who have read ahead are thinking about these things and now we have to wait even longer. It's, it's and, been f- yeah, it's uh, fucking 20 years. Damn. This shit came out in 2000. And it's going to be another like who knows what will happen by the fall. The weather True. could turn hot, could turn cold again. It could do both those things, really. Yeah. Anything we can could, happen. We could disappear and never be heard from again. Yeah. And then who's going to record the podcast? Wow. Well, we need to learn that, that telepathy shit. So <laughs> when we're in the, in the void zone, we can transmit our voices and thoughts on JoJo through to this plane. If we disappear, the listeners need to form a... JoJo's Bizarre Podcast podcast where you try to solve the mystery of where we went. Yeah. Okay. I would love that. <laughs> now I feel like I want us to pretend to go missing <laughs> just to see what would happen. No, like they would find awesome. us and then we would listen to all the old episodes that they recorded. That's what would happen. I would never stop shaking. Listener, whoever, listener, if you're listening, you're <laughs> part of the podcast. If they're a listener. Each, each listener listening. listening, I'm talking to you specifically, listener. 
you are on the podcast. Listen yeah. up. <laughs> We're open sourcing our podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's that's enough about <laughs> Patreon. Um. Do you guys want to take a break or how are you feeling? I'm okay. Fine. <laughs> Let's just Fine. talk about this show. All right, this fucking show. Uh, this show came out in 1983. Uh, wow. Where were you in 83? I, I was not alive. Negative four years old. Yeah. I was probably half half of me was what? half of me was an egg inside my mom. The other half did not exist. Yeah. Jackie's learning so much about <laughs> fertility from her World's End harem watch along. <laughs> um, no, you're about you to learn wink a, in your daddy's eye. You learn about that shit in health class when you're a kid. I guess. I didn't remember any of it. Well, all right, fine. I didn't I didn't even know where you're supposed to put it until we watched <laughs> that anime that's a hentai. <laughs> I learned um, it from that song, that rap song. Which one? Why don't Buster you Gently? put it in my mouth? Oh, okay. Oh, by Akinyele? That's right. Yeah, you know what's interesting? He has a good song called, I did he do Out of State? I think it's called Out of State. And it's good and it's not vulgar at all. But then... uh. In Her Mouth or whatever that song is called came out and the album it's on is called Vagina Diner. And cool. I think they're all just nasty fuck songs. I think that's in Rutherford. <laughs> <laughs> a awkward bit of New Jersey humor. A very good though. Um, so if, if, if Akinyele is listening, can, can I just want to, can you make a clean record? I don't know if you've done that since, but I don't know about it. So why do you want us to make a clean record? Because I like his rapping style. But you I can't just, you can't listen to all that filth. I can't listen to all that filth. Not all <laughs> at once. I do listen to two live crew sometimes though. So maybe I'm an asshole. Anyway. So this was made. This came out in 1983. This is a post <laughs> post Gundam or as Chad put it post Tomino anime, but it is done by the same studio. What's to, what does that mean Tomino? Tomino is the guy who created Gundam. Okay. And thus revolutionized uh like robot anime blah, blah, blah. and media in general forever considering <laughs> don't you blah 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 Jackie because as we know Gundam Gundam is basically Star Wars in Japan it's yes. this insane which meta also is franchise isn't that good. uh first of all <laughs> you've seen 3 episodes of Gundam and it was good no i mean Star Wars isn't that good right but you said also oh i'm sorry yeah. No, Gundam is fine. I I'm just a hater. You just don't like Mecha. Anyway. I just don't like Mecha. Um, this this show, by the way, didn't feel like a Mecha anime. It was boring for other didn't. reasons, oh. but like there was there wasn't enough Mech in it. I think that will change, and I'll I'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe it'll get it. Just like kind of starts slow with that stuff. Um. Yeah. So it is. It is. It's impossible not to compare this to Gundam. And what's weird though is like, it's directed by a guy named Yosuke Takahashi. And I was like, oh, what else has he done? And I looked it up and he's done like five other shows that I think were animated by the same studio that are also not Gundam. There's so fucking many. But they're similar to Gundam? They all, I think they all feature robots. Mm. It's insane how many mecha anime there are. Um, and and uh, yeah, it was also like with mechanical designs by, again, another guy who's like never designed a fucking mecha, but has done just a shit ton of other stuff that are robots. Um, 
so yeah, and this show, uh, it doesn't obviously doesn't have the the legacy that Gundam does, but they had various OVAs and incarnations up until recently. Uh, there was a 2011 Votoms uh, wow. show or OVA. So this did have its own contingency. It lasted a while. Yeah. Um, I found some very interesting trivia. Takahashi came up with this show after watching a Steve McQueen movie from 1972 called Junior Bonner. Junior what? Bonner. Bonner? That's Boner with two N's. Oh, Bonner. <laughs> See, she gets it. Uh, which is a movie about a rodeo guy who is traveling through the U.S. doing r- rodeo shows at various places. And so he was like, I'm going to make a mecha anime about a guy that does mecha anime fights in different places. Because apparently that's what Votoms turns into. Mm. As as uh, Christian said, like it doesn't seem to really want to do politics the way mm-hmm. Gundam does. Mm. So instead it's just like, yeah, there's a big political war, but uh, really, it's just about a guy looking into a conspiracy and uh, beating up other robots. Cool. I see. Um, I feel like it takes a while to get there, though. I don't get that from the first it three really, episodes. It really does take a while to get there. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but Votoms is capitalized. Okay. Does anybody want to take a guess as to what V-O-T-O-M stands for? I'm trying to think about it in the like, oh, this is science fiction, so... Okay. You know. Is it like atoms, but ventriloquism? Uh, okay. I thought it was going to be like because you said f- f- first of all, can, actually, can we back up one? Sure. Yeah. Second, yeah. you you were talking about this bon- boner show or whatever movie. Yep. The boner show. <laughs> Is it? Was it really supposed to be boner, or you're just telling me that's how you spell it? Is that's how you spell it. Okay, so it's not like gay porn or no. something. No, it starred Steve McQueen, a Hollywood actor. I don't know who that is. I also assumed he was a poor star. You said star. that so confrontationally, like you're going to be like, I don't know who that is, but I don't want to hear his name in this was, fucking house again. I was, I just, I'm waiting for you to tell me why Bottoms All right, we'll get, we'll, we're, we're about to get there. I just want to okay. know if you guys could tell me what Votum stands for, Votom. Veterinarian, optometrist, <laughs> teddy bear, optometrist. Votum and Gamora or Adams or. Let Miles finish. He was okay. he's so close. Is he? Michelangelo. He's so close. That's it. So you think it's ventriloquist optometrist, teddy bear optometrist, Michelangelo. That's right. That's right. You're so close. Jackie, do you want to try or not? Um like imagine you're thinking about a machine or a robot. Like what are some military sounding words? Um voltage. Okay, I like it. Operation technology octopus <laughs> okay that's what i meant to say octopus <laughs> mecca that's definitely closer so it is votom is short for vertical one man tank ah. for offensive maneuvers and one uh, one man is just oh yeah <laughs> and uh the offensive maneuvers Why not are tom that sounds better bomb <laughs> <laughs> tom uh offensive maneuvers by the way means that he gives you the finger and and uh does that that hand and in elbow gesture that means fuck you and stuff just kidding so the thing Bob is tom was my friend thomas's nickname in college no did he throw wasn't. up a lot was he yeah, the guy that's oh the no <laughs> was he really named that or you're just kidding around no i made this person up i don't oh, have nice. any friends okay oh well we talked about us watching the 
uh, erotic film Pirates with the... Well, I guess you did say roommate. Yeah, you had no friend. That's right. So Christian mentioned how, like, it's stupid that people use mechs in Mecha, but in this in this show, in this universe, they are supposed to be really dangerous. And yeah, apparently, like, the fluid that I, lets them move... I like that, too. I Thank you, Christian, for pointing... Who, who pointed yeah, it out? Christian. Christian, thank you, Christian, for pointing that out. The fluid in them that, like, lets them move is super flammable, and it's really thin armor. So the guys that, that pilot them die all the time. And so they're considered to be like the bottom of the barrel, like the last mm. rung on the ladder. And so apparently in this universe, they are called bottoms. Oh. And and the other joke on that is that in Japanese, votoms and botoms are pronounced the same. So bottoms mm. and votoms, basically. Hell so yeah. Miles calling it power votoms is like kind of close. I don't quite know if that's what they were going for i think in japanese they, they what do they use the term semi and uke for top and bottom mm. but uh Wait, are you talking what are you talking are you talking about gay sex now? pitching and catching yeah okay cool but uh god i don't know if they brought this over to uh because US, top and but... bottom are also just words to talk about the position of where something is you know so i was just making sure you weren't just talking about that no, I was not just talking about that. Just making sure. No. You know, like words can mean multiple things. It's true. They Miles, sure can. Miles, what are you laughing at? <laughs> what even is a power bottom, you guys? Like it's a, it's a you're not bottom doing that, anything, right? No, but he's he's very active. He throws it back a lot, I think. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. And I think he clenches no, that's his true. glutes. You can do stuff. You're right. I think you like clench your glutes and really, really pull them in. I think you can do that. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know, but. You can, you can take multiple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> multiple what? <laughs> yes. Okay. All of it. I believe they can create a vacuum with their butt, too. <laughs> I think that's part of it. <laughs> That's a special move. It just opens up a black hole and then everything gets sucked into it. Everything in the room. <laughs> just unfinished glasses of milk, laundry. If you're a bottom, write in. I love you. If you're a bottom, don't tell us, but you can write in if you want. Just write in about something else. Tell us about like poetry. And then be, P.S. Uh, a power bottom is. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's just a silly uh, sort of accidental thing that this show included is that... <laughs> There's like a class, a cast of people called Bottoms. Um, and I love that. I love that for it. They're powerless um, Bottoms. Yeah, mm. well, they're in powered suits, so kind of. Anyway, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed watching this because I liked the all hand-drawn style. I like this somewhat. The music isn't quite disco-y. Some of it feels disco-y. I didn't think so. It, which, it felt like when you see the naked lady, it, it did feel porny at that point. Oh yeah, well especially yeah, because it has that sound palette of just real instruments from the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Um. Also, she's kind of like half rotated, like she's trying to show off her figure. <laughs> yeah. Trying to make her core tighter. She's not laying flat. She's like kind of to her side a little bit. Yeah. But not all the way to her side. And her nipples are drawn. They're not censored by big black oh, bars. Oh, right. She's turned to the side to kind of cover her uh, front part a little bit. To her cover her... vagina? Yes. That's okay. what she's doing. So she can kind of have her leg over point. it. So we can, but we can still 
Do we see her butt? I don't even know if we see her butt. We see like the shape of her butt. We see like the side of her butt. We don't see you her don't vacuum. You don't see the crack of her butt though. Yeah. No. Okay. The intro is a, is a pretty good song. I love that I can actually read the Japanese because it's very basic. Uh, I love that there's just giant epilepsy triggers right in the middle of it too. Did you guys notice? Yeah, what's that up with like, that? It's just a bunch of flashing for like 30 seconds. It there's sucks. This weird, there's this weird like bunch of time in Japanese video games and animation all before all those kids had a seizure from Porygon where like <laughs> Japanese people were like, you can make the colors flash and it's super exciting. And then probably thousands of children had really awful times until they were like, we have to stop. Uh, so if you have uh, epilepsy, don't watch this on a big screen because it will fuck you up. Um, the show, like, yeah, the first three episodes, they don't like really concern the technology of the robots all that much. It definitely does want you to think they're cool. Uh, it loves that turret eye system. Yes. They, yeah. This whole thing feels like an excuse to show off the turret rotating system, which by the way, is just what cameras, a lot of cameras used to be like decades ago. Yeah, that's ago. what it reminds me of, yeah. Bro- like old school, like uh, broadcast studio cameras and even field cameras, like a lot of World War II and Vietnam footage were shot with these rotating turret style cameras. It's not as important now because we have zoom lenses that can just do a bunch of different focal lengths. But back then, it's like if you wanted a close you know, lens, you wanted a far lens and blah, 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 you would have to rotate this thing that had three lenses mounted onto it. There's still reasons why that could be advantageous now, but it would also be heavy as fuck and annoying. How would you um, rotate it? Like your your car window back in the day? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there was a big cranker if you just rotated the disc that all the lenses sat on. I don't know. It's also harder now because there's like electronic connections that have to be made between cameras and lenses so they can control whatever. Um, but at one point, there's like a close-up on one of the lenses and you literally see like writing along the inside of the ring like it is literally a camera lens. So whoever did the mechanical designs just had like a fucking Bolex on his table and just looked at that. Um, the other times they try to show off the technology, like in episode three, is when uh, Kiriko is like asking the AI for stuff and he's like, show me the probability that they'll attack me from this block. And the machine just like shows him a bunch of lines. It just like <laughs> graphs out a bunch of lines and is like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> And he also tells it to give him the Vulcan cannon, which is then just a flamethrower. That was kind of cool. Do you think that all the focus on the eyes like symbolize something? Because I don't think it did. <laughs> you know what? I've decided I'm stupid and I do think it symbolized something, Miles. Okay. You know? <laughs> um, You're stupid? I don't know. I, I don't really have okay. anything. So uh, it's like, I feel like this show has promise, but it's a mixture of like, it feels old and even though there's some charm to it, it's like I especially love all of the effects where the light shines through the animation cell. Mm. Uh, like there's that big explosion when he's thrown out of that asteroid mm. and there's just like a big horizontal bar of white light. I love that. Uh, Sunrise Studios knows how to make metal look cool using that light. But yeah, like Gundam was interesting to see because it had politics and I was like, oh, these politics lean my way. And so I'm, I'm impressed and interested to see something that has become very Star Wars Disneyized actually had like a more pacifist message mm. and, you know, child soldiers and serious things. This show's like, we don't really want to do that. 
I do like, though, that the protagonist is like a strong, silent type. He's not always just being like, but I want to get in the robot. He's not like annoying. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, yeah, I, I do is, like the protagonist. 18 is pretty much a child, but not really. He's mature. Um, He's mature. He's cool. He's blue. You like his blue hair. I yeah. think I'd, I'd definitely be like way more interested in continuing this show if I knew what was up with the bald girl already. I know it's too early. That's what I was going to say. Like... They show us something, they show us like an interesting mystery and then we like forget about it in the next episode. And I I, I imagine we're going to get back to it, but it's like, now we're doing a bunch of other shit that I don't yeah, care about. Yeah, it feels about. like it's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 52 episode run. Oof. And, at, you know, I was surprised to read that someone was like, oh yeah, uh, he based this on a rodeo thing because this is about a guy who's going to tour and do fights. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we did enjoy uh, which Gundam was it? Where it's all just fighting and their and their robots are stupid stereotypes. G Gundam. G Gundam. Yeah, I like that, that was one. fun and stupid. Yes. Um, but this, I mean, you it know, doesn't Wikipedia, seem like it acknowledges that it's stupid, and it doesn't. I mean, we haven't even gotten to that yet. Right, right. I mean, and that's obviously the headline here with with any of our our Patreon dives into a show is that it's all very surface level. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. G Gundam got stupid immediately, which was right. fun. This though, Wikipedia said in the first chunk that it was like this was like a pivot towards hard science. It seems mecha. like it's taking itself very seriously. It does. And I did I did like some of the seriousness of it, like the corrupt cop stuff, you know? Yeah. And then they have like the mis- the the element that they mine, you know, and you go into like slave labor stuff. Those I just were interesting. I just thought it was too slow, like it's boring. I think I think I agree with you. Yeah, I got a little sleepy. Yeah, we watched the first two and then we had a And then we stop. were sleepy. We were both sleepy. And then we took a nap together. <laughs> and uh. then <laughs> and then and then we watched the third episode separately today. Yes. Mark watched it on his break and I watched it after work. It does yeah. seem to be laying on like this very dark grim mood which maybe contributes to it. Like it's all very one tone. There's not a lot of like light moments. It's just like mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like from the get-go, it's just like, there's this hundred-year war, and I'm so tired, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to fuck over this kid, because And then, sucks. like, it flash-forwards, and it's like, I'm on this hell world, and everyone's a fucking slave, and there's bikers <laughs> yeah. and corrupt cops. Like, I it's do... just like a very, it feels bad to be in this world. And it's, th- there's no, like, personality, like, well, that's fun the thing. stuff. There's no, like, I don't know, I, like, I... I don't. I didn't feel like there was anything to like care about with these characters yet. Well, that's the thing. The sacrifice with him being a strong silent type is that we, he's also not like a wisecracking fun guy to watch. But he should have like a friend who I think we're you know I he's missing like there. a sidekick. I like the Afro guy. I like Vanilla. The, vanilla. I liked the girl too who did the stereotypical. She like, does her little butt slap. She does the She's the great. bend over and slap your butt thing. She says blee. And I one thing I loved is <laughs> when she first says like. Like she scorns the guy that's telling her to leave and she goes like, Ch-, and they subtitled it as che. Like they just wrote, they wrote out the che. sound phonetically C-H-E-H. Like not T-C-H or anything, just che. Mm. Um, so there's like She's a little- giant pants too. Oh, by the way, did you notice the fart? What? what? <laughs> you know, okay. So you know, this, I, I had to rewind it to hear it again. I was like, did he just fart? There, uh, it's just a fart noise that's unexplained. Um, you, you remember? Did, did you just fart during it? Are you like I rebounded and didn't hear it again? <laughs> no, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it again. There was uh, who's the the guy with the pipe 
who is who gives him the mech who that oh, guy. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. The junkyard guy. Yeah. The junkyard guy with the with that is smoking a pipe. He's like talking to them, whatever, about something. And then he gets up out of his chair and it's just a, it's like a loud, it's like a long, loud fart noise. It wasn't like the chair <laughs> making noise when he got up from Maybe it? Maybe it was supposed to be the chair making noise, but it sounded like a, <laughs> like it sounded like a fart. Like no, it couldn't have been anything else but a fart. Huh. To me, anyway. Well, I'm going to have to go back and watch. <laughs> if I can rewind this fucking I almost app. like wrote down the timestamp because I couldn't believe it. And I replayed it and I was like, that's definitely a fart. Like someone just farted into the mic like doing their... Well, Mark, what's it called when, when you're like collecting sounds? Foley? Yeah. The Foley just farted into a mic. <laughs> can I just say, when I was in my teens... You farted into a mic. So... A friend of mine who has come up anonymously on this podcast several times, uh, we somehow got this idea because we were learning <laughs> to record stuff to do a, uh, we called it a fart collage, but it was more like a medley of just different farts that we recorded over time. And the end result would still make me laugh despite me being <laughs> 34 now. I wish I could find it. But I also feel terrible for my father because we did just fart into his mic a bunch of times for it mm. too. Oh, no. And then he just, you know. And the gases ate away at the microphone and it doesn't work anymore. I think the mic works. I just, you know, I hope those farts didn't, you know, get to my father. Mm. You know, there were a lot of layers between, <laughs> mind you. This was, we were not raw dogging this or anything, but I don't know. We just, we just tapped into a memory that I have. Okay. I very fondly look upon. Well, anyway, there's a fart in this episode, which I think was an interesting choice. I think it made the show a little bit more interesting but the fart yeah so they all the have, fart the fart it caught my attention well that's sure. why they have big pants because they're always farting in them <laughs> so yeah she has big pants and in the intro cutico has big pants and it looks like he's dummy thick like there's a he shot does look dummy thick. i noticed that yeah. too how could you not <laughs> he's like pointing at the sky but he has thick thighs and and a big ass <laughs> and i think it's because he has those weird nazi pants that are just fat for no reason until they go into your boots but it it looks thick this, hmm, when did Baby Baby Got Back come out? Was that 90s? Late 80s, maybe early 90s. Okay, so that was after. So this, maybe this is what Baby Got Back is about. Like mm -hmm. maybe it, they made the song after this anime with the butts. It's. With the, with the big thighs. When that white girl is talking to Becky, they're watching TV. They're watching <laughs> anime. <laughs> they're Baby famously watching anime. Uh, 1992. You were right. 90s. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's 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 interesting. I guess like I feel like I'm getting I'm understanding now where some of the lack of charm on this show is. Is I enjoy that the the protagonist doesn't say much. Like when he's fixing the robot to get out of the junkyard, and they're talking to him. He's just ignoring them and looking cool. Some people even have speculated that he kind of looks like Steve McQueen. I would say the hair color's a bit off. A little mm. bit. Considering There's here it goes. No... Hair is blue. Yeah, he just has no character and he's the only person you know so far. Yes. Yes. And hopefully yeah. that will change and I want to I want him to meet the mysterious bald babe. Um but who knows that might be like 20 episodes buried. Or it gives or me like fifth element vibes, the mysterious bald babe except she's oh. not around. So like yeah. she's like Miles. We don't know I'm so about. annoyed Why? because watching this and and she appeared the mysterious lady that's a treasure. I was like, what is this trope called? Because we saw it pretty recently in Code Geass, 
as well, where he's like a soldier fighting for, you know, or fighting against the British, you know, uh, imperialists. And he like discovers a girl in a tank that gives him that power or something. And I started thinking about it more. And TV Tropes, a website I have mixed feelings on, calls it the mysterious waif trope, mm. uh, where it's just like a waifish girl. Waifish as skinny. Oh, they, they do that in Firefly, too, I think. Kind of, yeah, and I think somewhat beast-like, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Like a elf. I'm wrong. I don't know. Okay. But also, uh, Stranger Things has the character of Eleven, who's a mysterious, also bald girl, mm. who's like an experiment. And they're like, what's her deal? But she has powers. Final Fantasy VI, uh, the character Terra is a mysterious woman who can do magic stuff. She's half Esper, I think. Something like that. What's the one... Was that what's the one where there's like a there's a truck and there's a girl in the truck? That's Code Geass. That's Code Geass? Yeah. Okay. Jibun, whoa. Ooh, I was sharp. Sorry, everybody. It's okay. I'll fix it in post. I'm not gonna fix it. How would you though? How would I fix it? Yeah. Are you asking me to sing it better or are you I, I don't know how to pitch shift in, in Pro Tools. I don't know. Okay, that's I was just asking. Yeah, I would somehow pitch. I was it. just asking. Okay, you've asked, and I've answered. I think pretty satisfactorily. I might add. Thank you. Boon, whoa, that's better. Anyway, uh, I do think though when he meets the bald girl, I do think that is disco music that plays. I felt very okay. disco-y. I wish that they drew an afro on her head, um, but they <laughs> didn't. Disco. Uh, I also love this is minor, but I love that when he's escaping. I guess when he's escaping from that first main base and he's not in his Votom, he's just walking. He gets in an elevator and he lays on the ground with his rifle pointing out. So when the elevator doors open, they like don't see him at first and he shoots them. And I just thought that was a really smart thing to do. Good. And idea. I want to encourage anyone, if you think you're going to be up against people with guns, you should prone in the elevator before the doors open because they'll have to make an adjustment. The, f- the, the floor of an elevator seems too dirty to do that. Yeah. Let's just get shot. <laughs> Let's That's just do I'm that, saying. Miles. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, the, the show, like, it'll do some things where I'm like, oh, okay, that's smart combat. But then it also does the things where because they don't have, like, a huge animation budget, they just have to do, like, here's a shot of a bunch of dudes firing at something. And then here's the other guy, opposite shot, shooting at them, and then they blow up. Mm. Like, there's a scene where he's climbing up a ladder, and they all just shoot at him, and just nothing hits him for some reason. It's very stormtrooper-y. Yeah, they have stormtrooper aim, where you're like, how did nobody hit him? What's the... It's not like he definitely dodged it all or something. It's just like he just he looks lucky is what he looks like. Um, and I don't know how in episode two, which, by the way, starts out with him recapping, like discovering that mysterious girl. And he's like, that's when my private war began. And I don't yeah. know what his private war was. I think to not jerk off or something. No, his private war is to find the girl. <laughs> oh, probably. OK, I don't know how they escaped from the slave mines. Did I like miss something? Or is it just like randomly you see all the, the slaves just like yeah, it, riding away? It just cuts to. There was okay. like a rebellion or something. Yeah, the you show never like. see it. It does have these interesting plots, but things just like happen. Like the slave traders are like, we're allied with the cops. Ha ha ha. And then the slaves escape and like most of the bad guys die and the chief of police dies. Well, I, I don't like, get how that right. happened either. I don't know either. They're all like dead at the table. And then episode three, there's the new police chief. And they're like, we don't know if one of the escapees shot the police chief or if one of the, the the slave trader family did it. 
And we don't know. We don't care either. It's not a mystery that needs to be solved. But I also think it's weird. The new police chief is like, I'm going to do things differently. And we're not going to collaborate with these with these uh, miners, these slave trader miners. And when the time is right, we're going to wipe them out. And then that night, he's like, let's wipe them out. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Things move pretty quick. Um, and slow. Yeah. And quick and slow. Yeah. Um, like a waltz. Like a waltz. Yeah. Maybe we're just, you know, in the wrong swing. I don't know. I don't know if it's waltz that has that rhythm dun, of, dun, of, dun, dun, of dun, ki- quick, quick, slow. I think, yeah. Quick, quick, slow. Quick, quick, slow. Quick, quick, slow. All right. Everybody dance along. Nice. I think Kiriko should have changed his outfit at some point, too, because he's wearing a bright red jumper that screams, look at me, I'm a former Vodom soldier, and he doesn't change after escaping. I think that was stupid. It's sad that there's so much acid rain. You know? Yeah. It's red. And they're like, didn't this is there an effect used to of the be war. like acid rain around in the nineties. Like, didn't you hear about acid rain a lot when you were in school? Yeah, no. I think you're, no, I think I, I, I remember know hearing that, about it. I don't know what that is. And in elementary school, a teacher was like, "I'm going to go outside and scoop up some of the snow and test for pH," and because she, she was teaching us about the pH scale. And I, <laughs> when she found out the pH, she was like, "This can't be right." <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was like <laughs> super low. And she did end up explaining to us. Why? What, like it was acidic? Yeah, it was super acidic. Wow. And she explained it was, it was like, just like no, juice. no, there's a reason for why <laughs> this is. But then like fast forward 15 years and they're like, oh, half of New Jersey is a super fun site that needs to be decam- decontaminated. Yeah. Like mm. we're very chemicalized chemically over here. Uh, yeah, Miles, I don't know. Maybe acid rain is just like a thing now and we just call it rain. Like <laughs> all rain is a little bit acidy and it's fine. That sucks. I don't know. Listeners, write in if you know how they killed acid rain. Or was it never a thing to worry about to begin with? How, also, how do we close that hole in the ozone layer? We didn't. A zipper? Nope. Okay. Still there. Just letting in all those rays. I don't know. I think we just sprayed good spray at it. Okay. Um, I'm looking through my notes now. In the beginning... When you first see the mechs and they come out of their suits, it looks like they're just wearing suits of the of the mech. Like they look the same. Like the pilots. Like the pilot. Like the humans are wearing a suit, and then they wear that suit, in, and then they get inside their mech, right? But like when you, they come out, it looks like the suit that they're wearing on their body is the same as the mech that they're piloting. Like it looks exactly. It looks like a giant. I didn't version. notice that. It looks the same. Because I thought they looked cool inside the mech. It has the same, um, like, camera thing. Like, the three really? little no. wheels. Really? No. I thought they had two little little lenses on each eye. I think they had three. One, one lens on each eye. Really. I don't know. It looked the same to me. All right. Well, I don't think so. I thought they did look cool inside there, you know, with, like, the blue visor, but then the, the eye goggles and the oxygen mask. Um... The gang people look like cowboys. They had like horns and stuff. Yeah, I also got a little bit of Mad Max vibes from this too, just like some of yeah. the excessive eye makeup. Mm-hmm. But I I think this may also um, have come before Fist of the North Star. Let me see if I'm right it, about that. It felt a little Blade Runnery too. Well, that makes Not sense. Blade Runnery or like, you know, what am, am I thinking of Blade Runner? Yeah, kind of. No, I can see that. Absolutely. 
Gigerium is the um, yes, it's whatever o- it is. Old man crystal. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So wow, Fist of the North Star also 1983, and both of these, at least this part with the slave, the slavery thing is a is a big part of the Mad Max mm. uh, franchise. But just some of the big heavy eye makeup on some of these guys and the Viking helmet made me think of Mad Max. I guess it just got big over there. Should I watch Fist of the North Star? We watched three episodes of it. I know. Should I keep watching it? I think you should. I want to. Okay. But I never do. Damn. I have played the fighting game, of course. There's a fighting game for Fist of the North Star. And uh, the game has like an instant kill mechanic where if you satisfy some conditions, you can just instantly kill the opponent without having to deplete their life bar. And there's one character who, in addition to this instant kill, can also instantly kill himself. And he just like walks away from the opponent and then suddenly is falling off a cliff. Uh, And I think fighting games should have more uh, self-murder options. That's good stuff. I think if you're if you know you're outmatched or you want to disrespect your opponent, you should be able to kill your character. So I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you. I have no other notes. No further questions at this time, Your Honor. Yeah. So here's what I will say. I think the person who made this like has done a has done a good job like establishing like a cool setting and I'm like interested in like how this world came to be this way. And they just like didn't fill in any of the people who live in the world at all. Mm. It seems that way. Like they spent more time on the setting than the yeah. like character, like making the characters appealing, interesting. And like setting a cool mood. Like I, it's like a little bit noirish sometimes. Like they mm-hmm. have that, like yeah. that trumpet playing and it feels like an old detective movie. Mm. Yeah, the city uh, views too. But it's just like, I don't know why I should care about any of these people. I Especially in the absence of people like with Gundam and some other shows being like, no, 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 you really should watch this. Here's why it's a standout. It also just right. feels like if you were to tell me, well, it's just him being a gladiator, then I'd be like, I absolutely 0% give a shit. But I am yeah. interested in what's up with this girl. So I, I'll probably just end up reading ahead, like looking up some mm. wiki stuff and finding out. And I'll report back. Um, if there's more nudity, I, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> You're so easy. I am easy. It's true. You know what they Look, say. As long as you don't, as long as you can peek behind that sweet black blob. Oh yeah. What black blob? The the black corruption goop of World's End harem that they censored things in. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Oh, by the way, so we did watch a few more episodes of World's End harem. It doesn't really get deeper. They do st- sort of flesh out this mystery behind Patient Zero. It's they, just a sexy, fun time. They also... It's, yeah, it's not very good. They do draw his like childlike bodyguard naked, uh, and I hated that. Yeah. I did not like that. Just want to put that out there. You hear that? Cops. <laughs> <laughs> you could never let cops into Japan. They'd arrest everybody. Thank God. <laughs> Rightfully so. Anyway, I think that's about it. I guess, yeah, the show, like, it's a little bit slow and uh, it doesn't have, like, the most amazing animation or art. The pro is the intrigue and and I guess if you want to see, like, a sampling of what else was out there except, you know, aside from Gundam, just the sort of, like, what other projects was Sunrise working on? 
then it's worth checking this out. Um, I would drive around to this music. Oh, yeah, especially the intro. The OP is pretty good. I don't know if it has, like, a hook that I could repeat for you, but just the mood is very, I'm a cool guy doing cool shit. Hell yeah. And I'm thick as hell. (laughs) I guess we can wrap it up here. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, folks. Uh, Next week, we'll be watching another one of your Patreon picks, and we will be doing that for a while. So if you want to get in on the action, go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. Put your money where your mouth is. We're lining up. They're lining up. We've got a schedule, but we don't have a full schedule. So we need your help. Can you imagine if we had six months of Patreon picks? You could also email us with recommendations. Like if nobody like jumps to the head of the line and pays us, like maybe we'll watch that uh, dress dress me up in your love, whatever that whatever that. Yeah, the doll. Madonna anime. Dress you yep. up in my love. In my love. Or uh, Akagi, something that saying, we want to watch. We've been saying that forever, though. We have this crazy backlog. But I bet like a bunch of those backlogs, people just were hyped for the moment and they'd be like, you don't have to watch whatever show. Um, but I, I will say this, like if multiple people recommend a show, then yeah. that is like, okay, we're probably going to watch this. Yeah. So if a bunch of you are like, you got to watch my dress up derpling. My uh, hero, Akadressia. Yeah. My darling, darling, please. You guys don't know Lucky Star. Never mind. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are at JJBpod. Uh, you can also email us, obviously, JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com. There is a fan Discord for this podcast. I know, it's crazy. Uh, but the link to that will be in the description. Other than that, have a great week. And don't get caught in the acid rain. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Sunshine. Sunshine.